Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toyeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm really excited to be with you once again and um, I'm thankful for the gift of you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the feedbacks. Thank you for for your dedication because I know that it takes a whole lot of um, commitment to constantly be in my life you get and showing me support and all that i am grateful god bless you thank you so much so over the last um, two weeks god has been helping us to treat a topic called the total package kingdom and we already um, started with number one being love being a gift in the total package kingdom Secondly, we talked about restoration being a gift in the total package kingdom. And today, drum rolls, <laughs> we'll be talking about comfort as a gift in the total package kingdom. And I'm sure that some of you might be thinking, oh, comfort, what is she saying? What does she mean? Now, I can basically beat my chest anywhere and scream about this fact because I know of a truth. I am a testifier of the fact that in this Akeju Republic, God is a comforter. Like God basically just pulls us by hand and helps us to walk through life. I have been... I've been at my lowest in life and I know of a truth that if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. I know that it is easy for us to to um, glorify our strength and to glorify our stability. It is easy for us to glorify our, some of us would even say things like our zodiac signs. Oh, because um, I'm a Capricorn or I'm... I'm a, a, I'm a Leo or I'm a Gemini and some of us say those things and we give glory to whatever those I just feel like those things I don't I don't I, I'm not a, a huge believer of those um, theories so I'm not a very huge believer of them so basically and some of us would say ah we um Gemini Queens ah we don't shake you get how you would easily glorify things that the society has put in place for us uh, human um human based structures and we glorify them thinking in our art of art that those are the things helping us some of us would glorify where we've been and what we've been through like ah the way i was raised you, ah, my parents they were doing this and that ah, shame me that i survived my parents um my parents flogging i will not survive this we glorify the things that we have been through but we forget the fact that see people have been in similar positions as you are people have undergone series of flogging as you have as you have so people are fellow leos like you or fellow capricorns like you and are having issues with what you think that being a leo or being a gemini is helping you to cope with do you understand? Except if you count every Gemini alive, which is very impossible, and you ask all of them, and everything that they are saying is the same, that's when you can beat your chest. But I know one person, I know one structure that has constantly worked, that worked 2,000 years ago, that is working now, and will work 2,000 years to come. 
eternity, eternity. and that is, the, that is the presence of the Abba Father that we have in us. God is a total package God. See, most of us just see God and we see the, the salvation um, benefit of, of being God's child. We have forgotten that there is more. There is more, so much more that we have taken for granted. So much more that we are not paying attention to. But God has helped us by his spirit to realize and we'll be realizing them as from this month because we've been doing that for like two weeks now glory to god now basically what do i mean when i say comfort what does it mean to comfort so i googled and google brought me a definition one of the no 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 no. google brought me many definitions as usual but i picked one that i felt like okay this was um, simple and short and google said the easing or alleviation of a person's feelings of grief or distress please let me come again it says the easing or alleviation of a person's feelings of grief or distress now it basically means that at your worst when somebody makes your um your process in that situation more bearable then that person is said to comfort you and i'm sure that most of us might be thinking but god is not a physical person now so how can god god be saying sorry ah, she was god that was there when my friend was um hugging me and was doing this it wasn't well it was god that sent asha but you know you know how we can always um, try to reason out everything but beloved of god far more than what your friends can do far more than what your family can do far more than what even professional comforters can do there was a time i was seeing it online this is just a side joke that um a group of persons i think they were Ghanaians, and they were saying that they are they are professional um criers i don't know if you saw that they were saying that they can cry when um, god forbid something let's, let's just hope that an old person passes away so they they were advertising that if your grandparent or your great grandparent passes away they can come there and cry and wail and then you pay them <laughs> So basically, more than what professional comforters can, let's assume that there is a set of um, a set of um, professionals, and what they do best is they offer comfort. I am telling you, as a person that has seen God and has seen God, that nothing comes close to the comfort that God can provide. And if you are yet to to come to 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 the to that reality you're missing out because see one thing i found out about god is that the more you find out about god the more you 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 rely on that knowledge that you have found out about god the more you enjoy that knowledge you have found about god let me say it again the more you find out about god the more you rely on what you have found out about god the more you enjoy what you have relied on that you found out about god so it means that if you do not know that god comforts it does not eradicate the place that there is comfort in god you are just the one that has not benefited from it 
But if you realize that God comforts, the moment that reality slaps you and you come in contact with that truth and you hold on to it and you profess it, it becomes a reality. And every day, you recycle that comfort. It looks like you can never run out of comfort. So your friends will ask you, ah, nothing on the move you safe, guy. Ah, you're always, you know, when, when nothing happened, I was thinking in my mind, I was... And you will just be smiling. Because that level of comfort you thought you had last year, God is ready to give you times two. Do you understand? And some of you might be thinking, oh, well, I've never had any bad experience, so I really don't need comfort. See, you could be lonely and the only thing that you would need is a love text message from somebody that you really like and god will be sending you text messages okay yes god does not use a phone but you can pick up things in your spirit that would ignite that joy in you that this is my love letter and that reality pushes you forward and you know that yes you you were not going through tough times yeah but you needed somebody to tell you that they love you or that they miss you, or that you are important, and they will just open Instagram, and the first thing you would see is that God has called you a chosen generation, that you are a royal priesthood. Please tell me what other love language is better than this? What other? Glory to God. So as I was saying, that is the English, the Google definition of comfort. Now, when I was saying that the that um, comfort is a gift in the total package kingdom, I want you to know that that place of comfort is is um, vested in the office of a person. Now, let us do government today. During our um, classes in government, we're able to see that there are um, three three um, arms of government. Yeah. Am I right? Is it arms or tails? You guys understand, Sha? Three arms. Let me guess it is arms, yeah? There's the executive, there's the legislature, and there's the judiciary. And each one of them has its own function. One. Each one of them has functions that are um, um, interwoven. What I mean is that one requires the the um, permission of the other to pull through and there are functions that are strictly for one body like this body this arm of government is solely has solely been given the authority to do this with or without the permission of the other bodies so also in life there are responsibilities that will be given it might be in a group, they will say, the president of this association will do this. The president of this association will do that. The vice president will do this. The secretary will do this. There are some of their roles that will be interdependent. One would, you know, fall on the other. And there are ones, and there are some roles that, strictly for the place of the general secretary, strictly for the place of the vice president, strictly for the place of the president of the association. Which is why when the um, president is not around, it is important to quickly put 
someone in his stead, which is when the vice president might come into action. Do you understand? Now, as opposed to how it works in human relations, when it comes to God, we also have the three arms of this kingdom. That is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But as against how they relate in the world that some um, functions are strictly for this, when it comes to the kingdom of God, the God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is an expression of God. Three persons in one, totally interdependent. You cannot say, oh, God is God. Jesus can, can be who he wants to be. Or, okay, Jesus still tries small. Holy Spirit, eh? I don't even understand that one at all. I don't even know what they mean by the Holy Spirit. Eh? You cannot access God the Father without God the Son. And you cannot fully come into the comprehension of God the Son without, the, without God the Spirit. And even the Word of God says that can a man's... Can... can, can um, no, this is how we put it. The Word of God says that what would better know a man's spirit than the man's spirit itself? Even if I say I am fine to my friends, my spirit would know that I am not fine. Yorubas would say that uh, if you to back paro from everybody, oh, le paro from are no, that's not how they say it. Let me say it properly. Yorubas would say, um, I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I'm correct with how I put it, but it basically means that you can lie to everybody, but you yourself that you are lying, you know that you are lying. So you cannot lie to your spirit. So also God the Father, his spirit is who he is. Nothing would know God the Father more than God the Spirit. Do you understand? So if you have gone through life with um, idiosyncrasies like, that Holy Spirit self, I never understand them. What they always say, any small thing, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what are they even saying? Shall we once we believe in Jesus? That's all. Yes, Jesus is our final bus stop. But there are expressions in God that you must access. And you can only do that by His Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. So who is the Holy Spirit? The Word of God says that but God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So this has shown us that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit does one thing. It searches the deep things of God. It searches the deep things of God. The Holy Spirit searches. He searches. He searches. Do you understand? So the Holy Spirit is a person. He is a person. You cannot say something told me or it told me. He told me. Not something told you. The Holy Spirit told you. The Holy Spirit is God's Spirit. Now, it will lead me to ask, how does the Holy Spirit comfort? This is a, this is a very simple and straightforward question. Romans 8, 
26 to 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. Let me come again. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Know that the word of God refers to the Holy Spirit as he. So it is ungodly and unbiblical for you to refer to the Holy Spirit as an it. Do you understand? Perfect. So God is basically telling you that he can help in your weaknesses. At that point in life when you feel lost, have you ever been so down that you, you can't even communicate to your friends? They would either show it off as Calm down now, girl. You'll be good. Something smart. And you know how Nigerians do. If you tell a typical Nigerian that you have not eaten, they will tell you, ah, you've not eaten today. Me, I've not eaten since last year. Like we literally um com- compete when it comes to challenges. You get. But you know one person that would listen after he listens, throw you a hug. After he throws you a hug provide solutions not only provide solutions it will tell you who to speak with and as he's giving you information on who to speak with he's speaking to those that you're supposed to speak with and you guys will just meet at the middle point and it will look like your pitch was excellent or your or your or your brain was that smart and you start saying things like oh i i didn't in fact i was preparing for that thing forgetting that one person one person has worked that work for you one person, the Holy Spirit. So the things that you can, there are times that you'll be lost for words. You won't know what to say. You won't know the right thing to say. Probably if something happens and you're trying to give a word of um, comfort to another person and you don't even know what to say. And you just say, Abba Father, help me. Sweet Spirit of God, help me. And you start to open your mouth. If you tape record what you've just said, You'll be shocked because you'll be, you'll be, you'll be wondering, wait, was I the one that said this? Who filled your mouth? The Holy Spirit. He can basically fill your emptiness. What of God says that he would fill our cups and our cups would run over. God doesn't fill cups to the brim. He fills cups till the cup starts to run over. So filling to the brim is not God working in his in his majesty when it starts to spill that's when god starts to work do you understand glory to god now i know that some of us are wondering throwing us hugs how does he do that for people that have experienced it they know what i'm saying you could be at a point in your life when to cry, you, c- you can't even bring out tears. And you're just looking. And you're just wondering, what next? Is there life? Is there hope? Is there assurance? What more is there? Do I even have anything to do again? Should I just end it? Would it be easier on the other side? And you would just feel, you would just feel this 
sudden rest in your spirit man you don't know the solution no in fact currently you don't know what to do but you are not perturbed you are not stressed like you would have and you're wondering what happened god happened holy spirit happened that moment was your moment of hug receiving you were receiving hugs from god we were receiving comforts from god that moment when you are thinking to yourself ah i'll be fine jerry she be is too i'll be fine you're not the one speaking to yourself holy spirit is comforting you so you must accept this reality that there is comfort in god because if you want to look at the other side people are without help the word of god makes us to understand that holy spirit is our help Holy Spirit is our help. John 14, 26 says, But the helper, in fact, this um, Amplified Bible puts it in, puts the following in, in brackets. It says, Comforter, Advocate, Intercessor, Counselor, Strengthener, and Standby. So imagine the Holy Spirit has like a million names. Then when, when God, so basically, the rule of um, English, when you put a word in bracket you could literally link the first sentence for that bracket with the one that comes forward i don't know if you get what i'm saying but what i'm trying to say is this removing that comforter advocate intercessor and all that that, that were in bracket puts the bible verse like this but the helper the holy spirit so what other thing does he do comfort he advocates he, he, he intercedes he counsels he strengthens and he stands by what friend can you think about no to be honest that 247 the only thing that that friend thinks about is how to comfort you how to advocate for you how to intercede for you how to counsel you how to help you how to strengthen you and how to stand by you even if your friend wants to be available 247 that friend might have mood swings the friend might be hungry and will say, please let me call you back later. Or the friend might be going through a, a current challenge in his or her own life. And they are not um they are not doing it on purpose that they are ignoring you, but they have bigger issues. Or you could call that friend and the friend's number will be unavailable. You will chat the person up, the person will be out of data. So if all you've done in your life is to receive comfort from other people, imagine days when they will be unavailable and you'll be stuck. Or when they are available, they tell you things like, Oh, really? Can I call you back? Or, Oh, really? I don't even know what to say. Because that your comforting friend, your comforting friend also needs comfort. But do you know a person that literally gives every time but never runs out? Never runs out. It's the Holy, the Holy Spirit. That is that friend that does it. He is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does that. That, that quality, it is in the Holy Spirit. It's the duty of the Holy Spirit to comfort. So I want you to take your focus. I want you to take your, your reliance off your parents. Because your parents will not be here forever. I want you to take your, your reliance off your friends. 20 children cannot play for 20 years. Your friends will not be here forever. I want you to take your comfort off your mentors and off your friends and off your colleagues, even off your spouse. Because 
you and your spouse, even if you go everywhere together, one of you wants to use the, 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 the restroom. And if you use the restroom together, because you guys are so in love, you cannot separate. I'm talking about married people. You guys are so in love and you cannot separate. One point, one of you will sleep off before the other person. That's another person is sleeping off who offers comfort. So you know that human-given comfort is so, is so um, ephemeral. It's so short-lived. It cannot last. Because if the person is not busy, something would happen. Life would happen. So why not put your, 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 your hope and your strength and your focus, why not derive it from one person? That 247 is number is never busy. One of the things we said last week was that God does not charge consultation fees. I know mentors who charge and you cannot blame them because time is of essence. But do you know one person that would not charge every day? And you know how life is. The moment you start to rely on people so much, they tell you things like, ah, she's always leeching off me. She's always too dependent on me. I can't even think straight. She's always, she's always. Human beings are, are prone to think like that. But God would never feel like you're bothering. You, you, you wouldn't have to say, I'm sorry for disturbing you. Oh, I'm sorry for disturbing you. I hope I'm not disturbing you. You wouldn't have to say that you're sorry. 247, you have access to comfort. 247, you have access to friendship. And this brings us to the last part of today's conversation. That there's, there's comfort in God's friendship. And there's friendship in God's comfort. Now, you cannot, after a while, somebody that starts to comfort you, you are, pro- you are likely to start to get attached to that person. Let me explain. For somebody that um, loses his or her spouse, whoever was there for that person at that point in time, if, they, if, if that person too is single, it's possible that after a while, let's say like maybe like some years, especially if time is still on the bereaved, like the, 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 the bereaved is still young, it's possible that the person that has been that has been there for that person through thick and thin, the person would most likely have feelings for that person. Now, it makes us realize that you cannot constantly get comfort from the Holy Spirit and say you're not Holy Spirit's friend. So can you brag about being God's friend? Can you, if, if somebody asks you, who's your best friend? Nothing stops you from saying the Holy Spirit. Some of you will say, you remember we said it last month. I'm sorry for being spiritual, but Holy Spirit is my best friend. You don't have to apologize. If the one person that has constantly been in your life and has constantly given you support is the Holy Spirit, give him the credit. Do you understand? You could say the Holy Spirit is your best friend, and then you have other friends, you have other best friends like this, like this, like this. But if the Holy Spirit is your best friend, give him that credit first, and then mention other people that are in your life. Don't feel, ah, shit, they will not feel like. I remember one person was telling me one time years ago that the way I was saying Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, gingered out to wonder, okay, this Holy Spirit that he is always talking about, I want to know more. So that you saying that Holy Spirit is your best friend might be a sermon to somebody to want to find out more. And the person will ask you, ah, you're always saying Holy Spirit is your best friend. Can you, can you show me how he's your best friend? And you are giving him instances. Now, I'll tell you two examples before we leave this evening. In my pathway in uni, 
people that are um, on my WhatsApp list will know this story. People that check my statuses will know this story. Um, when I was in part three, I wrote a wrong timetable for an exam and I missed that exam. And the next day, I had core courses. And in law, all our courses from part two are usually four units. So imagine having a four unit course the next day and you missed one the previous day. Yes, I was distraught. I cried, I asked questions, and then I moved. That night, I still had to study for the next paper. And guess what? I had an A in that paper that I did. I had people asking me, how did you do it? If it was me, or if it were me, that missed an exam, ah, I wouldn't have been able to even do anything. I wouldn't have been able to read. That wasn't me. You think that, humanly speaking, a person will miss an exam, and a person will read and still pass the, the next exam. In fact, that semester, all my courses, I had A's and B's. It was only that course that I missed that I had an F, and that was what a little bit um shot my jeep in the leg. Do you understand? So basically, it couldn't have been me. That point of having to study for the next day's paper wasn't me. It wasn't because I was strong. There is no um, alpha woman anywhere. No, no strength accrues to me because I don't deserve to take the glory. Holy Spirit held my hands. And now I was able to read to understand was still the Holy Spirit. I was able to read what would come out of the examination was still the Holy Spirit. I will say this over and over again. God helps me not to read and miss. By the help of the Holy Spirit, every exam I have done since I met God have been on point. Because it basically would direct me to where I would read. So I wouldn't have to read a hundred pages when God would direct me to like 20 pages. And when examination will come, I will see that those 15 pages were what were questions. And on days when I am struggling, it is because I didn't listen. Not because he didn't speak, it was because I didn't listen. So, beloved of God, as much as you have accepted that God loves you two weeks ago, last week you accepted again that God can restore you. Today, can you accept that God can comfort in the ministry of the Holy Spirit? Can you accept with me today that there's comfort in God and that you are not without help when you have God? So can your mantra this week be that you are never helpless? Let it really resonate in your mind. You, I am never helpless. I am never helpless. Even when it is looking like things are helpless, don't, 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 don't speak what you say. Speak who you are. In this kingdom, we don't speak what we see. We speak who we are. And who are we? We are God's heritage. We are God's inheritance. We are archangels. Do you understand? So when, when it's looking like we are in a fix, don't say, ah, oh, my owners, oh, Jesus. Do you get? Don't do that. I am never without help. If I, when I was writing my jam, I wrote on every exam, um, every exam booklet, I am not helpless. I wrote it, I am not helpless. Before I started reading the questions, I was affirming to myself, I am not helpless. So don't move through life. Don't let the devil intimidate you. 
we thought that you are alone we thought that you are without help the help that you need god can send you an helper god was god was telling me three weeks ago that he would send men to me that would ask me how do i need help i'm beloved of god i am not there yet but men have started to ask me even things that i'm usually shy to ask that ah how do i ask this person and then the person will just say, uh-uh, do you, why now? I will do it. I'm like, hey, Chimo, this could have only been God. You think you are smart? You think you are, um, what everybody, what, um, every, you are not, um, Puff Puff, as an inside joke. Only Puff Puff is what, if you don't like Puff Puff, please avoid me. <laughs> I was joking. But literally, people can do without you. Do you know why people love you? Is the Holy Spirit aura around you? Is the Holy Spirit aura around you? They love the presence of God. Your 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 perfume oil is not what you're sniffing about you. When they tell you that you're you're smelling nice, they don't only smell your perfume oil. They're smelling your anointing. So when you give credit to your perfume oil, can you give credit to the Holy Spirit? Can you thank him that, oh, thank you, sweet spirit. Do you know that some people smell nice, but nobody gives them compliments? So anything you do this week, don't take this for granted. You are not without help. You are never helpless. You are never without comfort because you have the Holy Spirit. I call you blessed. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. I love you so much. Bye. Uh...